Welcome back to the Angie Austin, Michael Pelka show. Angie will be here shortly. Uh, I know we have to deal with a lot of different news today. I was just noticing something and I have a little rant planned for the progressive people, but I was just noticing something. Something Dr. Burks said yesterday caught my attention. Dr. Burks was, um, she was talking about the virus and people who get the virus, people who uh, die from the virus. And she added that we, we are now, um, I guess, categorizing any person who dies and tests positively for having the virus as a coronavirus or COVID-9 death. And this was catching my eye because most of the people who get the virus, like 95% or more of the people who get the virus will survive it. They will absolutely, your system will fight it off. Yes, we do have people who are dying from the virus, and, and now we have more than 10,000 deaths in America from the virus. We have more than double that, I think more than triple that from the seasonal flu this year, and the virus could catch up to that. But why, why is the government categorizing someone who dies as a COVID-19 victim if they just tested positive from it, but perhaps their cancer was the cause of their death. And I would like to ask the doctor, if someone is hit by a bus crossing a street and dies in a car wreck, or if someone is murdered and dies, and yet as you are testing them before they are buried or, or cremated or whatever, if they test positive for the virus, is that a virus death? Because there's something wrong about that to me. And I'm just wondering, is there something? Is there something in this categorization of the death count that ties to government funding for either a state or a hospital system? Is that paranoid of me? I'm just wondering, Dr. Burks said it yesterday. Anyone who dies with coronavirus in the United States, regardless of other health issues, is categorized as a death from the virus. There's something not right about that. And there's something that we have to find out. We need to find out why. Again, we go back to the survival statistics the mortality rate of this virus is bad compared to other viruses. The mortality rate of this virus is somewhere, I think, ultimately around 1%, which means 99% of the people who get it will, will defeat it. And yes, there are different categories where the virus has a higher morbidity mortality rate, and those are the people with compromised immune systems, that have higher comorbidities like diabetes or asthma or heart disease or just age. So why, 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 why? Why, why, why are we categorizing any death, any death, whether it's in a car accident, a house fire, 
as a COVID-19 death if they test positive for it, no matter what the cause, the actual cause of death was. There's something not right there. And if I'm kooky on that, you can tell me. Um, I'm just wondering about it. Speaking of kooky, the New York City Health Committee chairman hinted that mass graves in city parks could be happening. Uh, th this one just is a mystery to me, too. This is another guy who gets the, uh, the listing of not helping. The New York City Health Committee chairman, Mark Levine, tweeted Monday that temporary mass graves could be necessary if the death rate does not slow. Now, New York City and New York State had a terrible day yesterday. And New York and New Jersey combined almost um, 1,000 people passing away. And he's saying we might have to have uh, temporary mass graves in city parks. And then he got called out on it because a month earlier, the exact same guy, the exact same person called for people in New York 30 days earlier to go to Chinatown and celebrate the Lunar New Year parade and chants of Be Strong Wuhan. The same guy who said that we're going to have mass graves in the city parks said, if you stay away from Chinatown, you are missing out. Missing out on what? The virus? This is why I don't trust anybody in the progressive era. I don't trust any of these progressives who are pushing us and telling us they know better. For example, Ayanna Presley, a member of the squad, a congresswoman who um, who is part of that group gang of four that's pushing Pelosi and the, the de Democrats farther left every single day. Ayanna Presley was on um, MSNBC yesterday and she was asked about the stimulus and what the stimulus should include. And uh, her response should get your attention. Sure. Well, it looks like we're actually gearing up for um, Plan B of the CARES Act. Um, and then beyond that, perhaps a package four that would focus on infrastructure and economic recovery. Um, I know that I consider student debt cancellation to be critical to any uh, comprehensive economic recovery. So number one on her list of people who have uh, been inconvenienced by this pandemic. Number one on her list. It's not helping small businesses stay in, in business. It's not helping the people who have lost their paychecks because of this. It's not people who are, uh, they might miss their, their apartment rent payment, their home mortgage payment. They might have trouble buying food. Number one is forgiving student loan debt. This is going right at a core demographic of voters. This is all about November. This is not about today. All of this that the progressives are pushing is about November. She continued talking about other things that are needed. We need to continue to make a federal investments in our community health centers. We need to center uh, the humanity of every individual, family, and worker. And that includes not leaving behind our undocumented and our uninsured. So... We also have to make sure that there is stimulus for people who are here illegally. This is what the progressives are all about. Eventually, they will ask to have people here illegally be allowed to vote. I go back to AOC, another member of the squad who was talking about uh, the virus. 
she was talking about uh, what needs to be done. And every time she speaks, she lets us know a little bit more about what they're planning to do. Our public health system should be free at the point of service for every single person in this country. So two things, as I mentioned earlier, that would bankrupt the country. And she also wants to make sure that we have free health care for everybody here illegally. Gee, you think that'll be a magnet for people to swarm the border? Um, there are folks that are saying, oh, you, you'll get paid sick leave if it's COVID-19 related. As we're seeing with Amazon, they'll take your fever. If you don't have a test, then you will not be paid. You will not receive paid sick leave. We should have universal systems where every person can see the doctor free of charge when they need to see it so that they can get the care that they need. That is what it means to live in an advanced and modern and humane society. Now, that's what it means to live in a, a society that that's called socialism, where the government controls each and every aspect of your life. These people are amazing. These people are, are these Democrats, these socialists. They call themselves progressive. There's nothing progressive about telling people that you know better how they should live their lives, that you know how much money they should earn, that you know where they should live, that you know ultimately if we want to extend this, extrapolate it as far as possible, it means that they're going to tell you how many children you can have or not have. And we all know what happened to China with their one-child policy from decades ago. It's just, it's just madness, people. And I'm off on a little rant here. But I'm really paying attention to what these Democrats are up to because they're going to use this to their advantage. Again, here's Zeke Emanuel, the guy who said 18 months. Uh, this could go on for 18 months. Look what he wants done. We cannot return to normal until there's a vaccine. Conferences, concerts, sporting events, religious services, dinner in a restaurant, none of that will resume until we find a vaccine, a treatment, or a cure. So no, no sports, no church, no religious celebrations. I'm just saying, 18 months. They're really pushing this, people. Hang on. Pay attention. It's important. When we get back, Angie's here with Gwen Rich. Next. 